0: Hello and welcome to this special edition of Not Another Another Superhero Superhero Movie Podcast. Podcast. Thanks guys for your patience. We're so excited to bring this episode to you. We were off for a little bit over the holidays, but now we're back and we're going to be talking about Rise of Skywalker, Star Wars.
1: And more than Rise of Skywalker, we're going to be talking about the entire little bits and pieces from the entire Disney trilogy and where it fits into the larger Star Wars universe. As we've mentioned on the pod before... We're huge Star Wars fans. Yeah,
0: we've been wanting to bring this to you guys for a long time, and we've it makes sense.
1: It and it's finally here. We're finally doing it. Finally got to record. We're very excited. Uh, just to give a little hint into our future. This is going to be a special edition. Hopefully, we're going to record a bunch and we're gonna come out with season two of the podcast. More superhero movies. We got some new ones coming up in 2020. We got the Black Widow movie. Yeah. We got some more, even more in 2021. we
0: uh, some Disney Plus series that are going to be coming out too. Yeah, 99 excited seasons, about seasons,
1: Morty. That's what we're doing,
0: <laughs> yeah. so uh, without further ado, wanna uh, you know bring everyone to where we are in the series, and I saw the movie, Tom saw the movie, and we had so many mixed thoughts about it. we thought like the only way to think about it is how do we think about this movie and this and this new trilogy kind of a bit together?
1: Yeah, I don't think this movie can be viewed as devo- it can't be viewed devoid of the context of the other movies. It's born from it it's born from a behind the scenes drama it's it's the ninth movie in a nine movie series the third movie in a separate trilogy right it's hard to separate it
0: from there that. are characters in this movie you know mostly droid but some human that have been in nine movies over 30 years right or more 30 years or more, or years or more together. Two of them. Yeah.
1: But then don't because nobody actually You
0: dies. never know what uh, uh, you never know what's happening. There's we we discovered there was immortality in this series.
1: No one really dies. Yeah. That's the trailer that's the title Dar- of
0: the movie. Darth Plagueis was was right. Um so want to talk about Rise of Skywalker, but let's bring us to it a little bit um by first talking about um you know how we got to this with the the main characters of this series with uh, Ray with uh Finn with Poe, and um, how they they kick off the story in uh The Force Awakens. Right. So
1: The Force Awakens. The way it starts, pretty much, we have two parallel stories. We have this Finn and Ray are the two main characters of this. Uh, Ray and Poe in the beginning spend time together. Finn and Poe, in the beginning, spend time together. Finn is a stormtrooper right. that is on his first mission, and he's with Kylo Ren as Kylo is trying to get plans to find Luke Skywalker. Luke Sky- the, the Star Wars movies and the series in general uses a bunch of MacGuffins. In the yeah. first movie, Luke Skywalker is the MacGuffin himself. He doesn't really appear until the last three minutes of the
0: movie. Right, and and, and that's the title credits for that movie, is that everyone is looking for Luke Skywalker, and, and his disappearance has has let the First Order which is like the Empire Return, come back and, and, and be this big threat.
1: Exactly. And it turns out that that the information or part of the map to find Luke Skywalker is in a new droid,
0: the very cute BB-8. BB-8.
1: And he's captured by the First Order. Oh, His master, Poe, is captured right. by the First Order. Right, in this BB-8. battle
0: in which Finn is there.
1: Right. But BB-8's able to escape. And finds his way to Rey. And that's kind of how these two plot lines get mixed up. Right. So Finn, the main thing you need to know about him is that he was a stormtrooper that has a crisis of conscience that's able to break free. We learn here that they're not clones in the First Order, but rather they're conditioned as... From very very young ages to be kind of ruthless killing machines and he's in his first mission he doesn't fire his gun he sees a fellow stormtrooper die and he really right. is he taken snaps.
0: by it, it blood all over his his uh, helmet and right. that kind of stuff
1: he wants to escape he wants to be out
0: right so that that establishes a lot of the finn character and where he connects with poe is poe is tortured for information all the kind of get out of him is that um the droid has the plans right and after that, actually, Finn helps him escape. He finds him, and he helps him uh, escape from the the Star Destroyer that they're on.
1: It's a cool moment. They're fi- they're flying the TIE Fighter out of the hangar, and they actually crash land. Poe is presumed dead at this point, which was actually in the original script. Poe was dead. Yeah. It was later on switched to make him come back later, which honestly, maybe he should have stayed dead if we're talking about the future movies. Yeah. But he but anyway now Poe kind of leaves the story for a while to the end and we get the Finn and Ray. and basically the most important thing here is that Finn and Ray had this very cutesy friendship romance flirtiness to it yeah kind of thing where both clearly have lived in isolation or and they or both live,
0: isolation. and they both lived pretty crappy lives right? right you know he's a he's a he's a stormtrooper tr- trained to kill and you know expected to just destroy villages. And she's a scavenger on a desert planet who was left there, abandoned as a child by her parents, and has to, you know, like, go into different, uh, you know, wrecks to to junk for for food and things like that. Right.
1: And I I think the biggest thing about these two characters, which is different than the original trilogy, because obviously this movie is very much like A New Hope. Yes. The difference is that Luke, he's seeking a call to adventure. He wants he desperately wants to leave his shit planet of tattooing. He wants to get out. He wants to fight right. the Empire. Uh, Ray, throughout the entire movie, all she does is want to go back to Jakku and wait for her parents. Finn
0: Or gets, find them, yeah.
1: Or find them. Finn gets caught up in this resistance, but he doesn't want to be a part of it. He he's finally gained autonomy for the first time in his life. He wants to run away. The only right. reason he stays is because he has a crush on a girl. It's yeah. very they don't they don't get they find themselves in this grand adventure but they really don't want to be. It's uh it's a different a little bit of a different take, which is why I like the characters so much in this movie.
0: Yeah, and and I really think in all three of these movies, you know, I have a lot of issues with them, but it's mostly with the writing, mostly with that direction. The plot it's yeah. not with the actors and it's not with the effects. Both I think really good and they they found good actors who who put on really good performances. Right. um in and this is one well. of
1: the best performances in both the force awakens and through the trilogy is by adam driver as kylo yeah. Rand ben solo who we find out is a dark side force user who's the son of han solo and leia and is really serves as at least for the first two and a half movies as the main antagonist in the right.
0: series right and yeah, you know, all the kind of conflict with him he's very much a a, a full full character in that
1: way he's like a prequel Anakin kind of with his struggle between the light and the dark where but it's almost reversed where he was Ana- started
0: out on the dark side
1: Anakin was a light side that felt the call of the dark Kylo was a, we were introduced to him as a dark side user yeah. who feels the call of the light right. throughout these movies which is again a little bit of a twist and helps as, as as similar as these movies are it helps give a little bit of originality to them Right. where I think if you know they were both if they were actually shot for shot with the same character motivations maybe they would be a little bit worse
0: yeah i mean i think i think there's there's some universal themes that people are going to trip over now and then and and, sure. and some of that do, does work in this movie and in these series so um the, those characters come together they go you know throughout the force awakens they're trying to find luke skywalker connect the, the plans that bb8 has to find him um they they in the course of of being on this de- this other desert not Tatooine planet Jakku. which I call not Tatooine right. um, they they find the Millennium Falcon and finding the Millennium Falcon they later run into Han Solo, Han Solo and Chewbacca which is I think the first you know first old. Original movie people that we run into, maybe they although they mention everyone, it's pretty uh, much.
1: And watching it again, we're going back a few years now, but in theater, this is and it was shown in trailers. But in the trailer, when you saw it, and in the theater, when you saw it, there's a scene where Han and Chewie walk into the Money and Falcon, they look around and they're like, We're home. Mm. It's a it, that's a that's nostalgia, a great, that's yeah. like it hits you, and this, this trilogy it, is like at war with itself about whether it wants to embrace or reject. In nostalgia, at least Force Awakens, mostly embraces it. And right. that scene right there, like really powerful. So the plot kind of just happens. There's basically the main thing is there's a new Death Star. And it's they even show it in comparison to Death Star, it's way bigger. It's way more powerful. Star Killer Base. It can blow up a whole ton of planets at mm-hmm. once. And the the what the Republic or the resistance mm-hmm. is trying to do is to stop the new this new empire the first order from firing it unfortunately they actually fail
0: the first right.
1: order is, wipes out a number of planets which apparently are the basis of the republic and they're going to do it again once it recharges it'll be pretty much unstoppable uh based on yeah every
0: everyone in in this resistance is in all these planets are afraid like all these this it's going to crumble because nobody wants it to happen to them
1: yeah there's a ticking clock because if it Absorbs enough of the star that it's near, then it can kill a whole bunch more planets. So right. our heroes need to stop it, as well as rescue Ray, who's been captured by Kylo Ren, before uh, the star gets absorbed and they can fire on more planets. So then we have a confrontation. They're able to, much like a classic Star Wars, you have an on the ground lightsaber scene mixed with an in the air sky,
0: you know, ba- fighting scene. battle to to blow up the Death Star. And right. The visuals of it are great. Um, The the one, I think, you know, fan split in that movie, you know, the divided opinion on that movie was around the confrontation with Kylo Ren and Han Solo.
1: Yeah, which I actually loved. I think it's kind of great.
0: I thought it... uh, I, I, I didn't like, you know, I was like, oh, this is, you know, too much.
1: I think we'll let's talk about that more when
0: we talk we'll, about Rise of Skywalker. We'll talk about it. Because but...
1: obviously that scene is replayed in Rise of Skywalker.
0: Right. But that you know, that was a that was a key part of on the ground. Um
1: This is actually I'm going to be kind of controversial. This is one of my favorite lightsaber scenes. In lightsaber the, snow. Scene. the, in the Finn snow. In the snow. Finn, Kylo and then after Finn gets defeated, Rey and Kylo. I think it's cuz it's one of the most real and the prequels have a problem where everyone's just kind of flipping and doing their thing, and it doesn't feel like an actual fight. Here, there's emotion. Kylo's injured; he's banging on his wound to mm. like drive the energy and drive his hatred and his anger. Rey really has this moment where she embraces her anger towards Kylo, and then becomes a more competent fighter and savagely. Yeah, hits. it's 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 one of the more real fights. And one of the ones where there seems to be more stakes rather than in the prequels where everyone's just kind of flipping and for, like, it seems hours on
0: end. The strange thing, though, maybe we'll talk about this later, too, is, I mean, how well Rey and Finn do in fighting Kylo Ren. Right. I think, it's just a surprise.
1: I think in this movie, in, in the later movies, I, there's less of an excuse. In this movie, there's more because Kylo just got shot with the bowcaster. Yeah. And he's clearly injured and
0: he's clearly. And he's not Darth Vader, right? He's, he's not always Darth trying Vader. to be Darth Vader. Yeah but you know not, the original movie the original movie everyone was afraid to be near Darth Vader in right. this movie th- that illusion of that is kind of gone he
1: has a very real rivalry with hux and hux, yes. is, hux despite the later two movies hux is actually a serious threat in this movie he's not a joke right like he is in the later two movies he's just He's the guy who led Killer Base, which was hugely successful, despite what they tried to say in Rise of Skywalker, killed five planets, way yep. better than either Death Star did. Right. So it was like five times as successful as both Death Stars put together. Yes. Like, I don't know why he's like, you're a terrible Starkiller Base. <laughs> what
0: are you talking about? It was amazing. You're saying he's the second Grand Moff Tarkin.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And he, well, that's what they were... They, they wanted a young Grand Moff Tarkin, but... Kylo even he when he speaks to Snoke in this movie he's like come back to complete your training. Right. He's portrayed as even though he's very skilled, he might he's not he's rough around the edges.
0: Right. So maybe in this moment He's not the number he doesn't look like the clear number 2, he's just the hotshot.
1: Right. Yeah. yeah. Which is like weird cuz they chose like you know like a 35-year-old actor to play the young hotshot, but yeah. whatever.
0: Yeah. We'll get past it. Hollywood movie. So, I mean, that that was where we started it all off Force Awakens. Um, a, lo- a tremendous number of parallel like plot and 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 some themes to uh, a new hope. But I mean, all in all, I think people reacted well to it. There were some there were some you know splits on the character choices, but it was it was a strong movie in a lot of ways, right uh, following through that.
1: Yeah, the main criticism of it is that it was too much like a new hope, but people generally did a good job of kicking off the star wars the new Star Wars saga. People generally responded favorably to it. I think as time wears on, because of the later the the later two movies people tend to look more poorly on it especially because the force awakens opens up a number of questions
0: that don't get that don't get the payoff yeah
1: so i think looking back on it it maybe is a little bit less strong than it used to be yeah the the next movie last jedi i think we can sum up in two words
0: two words are nothing happens it's a slow speed car chase through space why why did we have this movie where nothing happens and more than nothing happens, they just kind of give us two hours or two and a half hours of confusion and characters that we will barely see in the rest of the series and everything like it. So It's
1: pretty much wind up in the same place we were before, and with the questions either being unresolved or the questions set up in Force Awakens, the answer would be, it didn't matter, you're an idiot for asking that question.
0: Yeah, it, it, but it's just the Force, and you just can't understand it.
1: Yeah, the Force belongs to everyone. You know, the Force could belong to a little kid who moves a broom. Right. And then we're going to abandon that theme in the next movie. Uh, Luke, why is Luke Skywalker upset? Uh, he kind of... He was a little baby for a little bit, and he decided to quit and take his toys and go home uh, for a little bit. Who are raised parents? There's no one. Don't, no worry, one. About it, Don't worry about idiot. it, you idiot. Why would you possibly... Don't ever ask that question. question. Um, Are Finn and Ray going to end up together? What? They're not even going to spend a single scene together in this movie, you idiot. Are you kidding me? Why would you think they would be together? Just because they have fantastic chemistry and spent the whole movie together
0: the last time? Yeah, Ray's interested in the bad boys. Like, don't you get that? Like, why would you assume that, you know?
1: Although, to be fair, it does answer a very important question of what does Kylo Ren look like with his shirt off. So it does give you the, per, the great, a great answer Several to that question. Several times. Yeah, so just in case you didn't catch it. Sometimes
0: it, it just, tele, you know, telepathy is used to project that. Yeah, just in case you did get it the first time, it really zones in. It, it's almost like he's just, like, taking a picture of himself and texting it to her with his mind. It's just too much.
1: Yeah, it's it's a forced dick pic, really. <laughs> That's kind of where we are with the force Skype. You know. So, in case you couldn't tell from that, me and Nick don't love The Last Jedi. No, not really. Uh, I've hinted at that before. Basically, my main problems with it are that a lot of the promise of Force Awakens, it it, it creatively just goes in a different direction. I think if Ryan Johnson had his own sequel trilogy, maybe it would have been effective. Some of the themes brought up in this movie are interesting. They just don't fit with the characters that we've seen. The characters in this movie do not act like the characters in either of the two other movies in this in this trilogy – and that just leaves it's really disjointed
0: yeah and and i think the starting the starting thing with that that makes it um a disjointed movie like you said is the whole attitude of luke skywalker is strange uh to start with right luke skywalker is kind of in yoda's role that was the case in empire strikes back you know he's retreated to this planet um Ray, who had found him at the end of the last movie, wants him to train her and he keeps saying no and he doesn't want to do it. And throughout the movie we eventually kind of hint that like Kylo Ren was his uh, student and the the failure uh, in training Kylo Ren and him going to the dark side is, is definitely a big part of why Luke doesn't want to train anyone else and wants the Jedi to end which is just like, you know, big trailer yeah. Sound bite moment.
1: Yeah, and, and he had, again another a good point. This movie has some interesting ideas. Luke talks about how in the Jedi's of the prequels failed, right. how much they failed. How they let Darth Vader and the Emperor grow unmolested while they were kind of like you know dicking around doing yeah. nothing, which is true. We saw that in the prequels. That's the rise of the Darth Vader and the rise of the Empire. That's definitely true. But the way Luke decides to combat it. By letting the first order rise and letting the new Darth Vader rise by doing nothing, just like the old Jedi did, yeah. since he wants the Jedi to die, how about you just want the Jedi to be better, man?
0: Right. Like, how about that? It, or it's... or that or that shouldn't go, but you know you could at least help like a normal person.
1: Also, it's very it's very jarring when you know we're we the last we see Luke Skywalker is at the end of Return of the Jedi when he's extremely polished and he's force and he's optimistic and he's unwilling to strike vader down even if it costs him his life right that's how much he believes in the inner goodness of people fast forward all these years in the force awakens he's not seen but he's t- still talked about as this is the hero right this is luke this is the guy in this movie, it opens up and it turns out that basically Kylo was like a tiny bit of a whiny brat as a teenager. Right. And looks like you're a dark side guy, so I'm going to kill you now. Yeah. And maybe he just saw it for a split second, but that's so different than the Luke we've seen. And we just don't. And it's just. It just seems like
0: a different character. It's like it, not Luke Skywalker. It makes no sense. I mean, it would be like if in the prequel movies, young Anakin like came off of his speeder race and Qui Gon Jinn just chopped his head off like no he didn't do anything yeah I mean or it would have been if like if Obi-Wan from the in the
1: in the prequel movies yeah. was just like a murderer and a, like a terrorist that's what it would have been like and then like turns into this great guy it's like wait a second that's Obi-Wan are we sure that's the same character?
0: Yeah, it's and, so jarring. Because
1: technically, you could say, well, there's 20 years in between. You could change a lot as a person. Yeah, but if we don't see that, and you're relying on knowing this character, and this 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 sequel trilogy gains a lot of mileage from the emotional stakes that you have in the characters. You can't introduce a character and have the person care about your movie, make a billion dollars guaranteed because people care about the characters in the movie, and then and then just sink
0: one of people's just, favorite characters
1: and they just act like they're not but not even sync them because you, I think you can do that if it's set up right but just they don't act like they're the same way if you saw Luke gradually maybe become disenfranchised and that's why yeah. he went away or maybe Luke instead of maybe he lost maybe he fights Kylo Ren and and he loses yeah. and that's why he pulls a Yoda and runs away to Dagobah so I think there were, could have been ways to do it but rather than him Luke turning his lightsaber on to kill Kylo Ren in his sleep that is like what? Yeah. I can't. I can't envision a scenario of time passing that would cause Luke, Scott, Luke Skywalker, that we know Luke Skywalker, that was portrayed to us in the Last Jedi, to want to I kill mean, his the, nephew. To want to kill his nephew. Because it's not like in the Force Awakens, Leia was like, "You guys are looking for Luke? Really? He's kind of a dick now." Yeah. They didn't say that. He's like, "We need to find fucking Luke yeah. because he's the hero. He's. I don't really care. Luke cut himself off in the Force. I think that it's just." I had the problem with, Luke's just a different character, and he's the main, he's kind of like a huge part of this movie, because he a, has the climactic scene. He's a scene.
0: huge part of this movie. He's a bigger part of this movie than Yoda was in Empire Strikes Back.
1: He's a gigantic part of this movie. The he, final, is the
0: climb, yeah, he is the final battle.
1: Right, and, the final battle is, a, obviously, spoilers for last Jedi, is between, a fight between him as a force ghost, kind of, or a force projection. That we learn at the end, yeah. right and kylo ren and basically it's just a real because all this movie does is waste time let's just they decide well i need to fight kylo to waste a little bit more time so people can escape
0: right okay visually interesting visually amazing very visually you're frustrated by it because of all the other things in this movie
1: oh i mean it's really it is really cool because you see luke on i don't even know where the where he is, that island. I'm forgetting the island's name. Yeah. But he's on the island, and he's haggard looking. He's got a big beard. It's, he's gray. And when you look at him, and then he goes, when he fights Kylo, his hair is dyed, his beard is trimmed. He's looking... He stands up the straight. The dark
0: colors. Yeah.
1: yeah he looks like he looks He's back. It looks like he, he looks like he looked an older version of Return of the Jedi Luke. Right. That's what he looks like. And it's very intriguing, but then... They kind of kill him off, and then they don't use him in the Rise of Skywalker either.
0: They kill him off in a in like, I mean, in a way that's very surprising. It's kind of like what happens to Obi Wan. Yeah, so it's almost exactly what happens to Obi Wan. But I guess I mean, yeah, it's exactly like Obi Wan. So. This just
1: stalling so the heroes can escape.
0: Right. So they're you know they're trapped on this last holdout of a planet, which is kind of like what Hoth was in the beginning of that Empire Strikes Back movie. Right. And um, just the last, uh, last of the resistance, Leia and Poe, and those and those people are all yeah, trapped Finn there. Finn and Rose. Finn, yeah. Um, and he's and he's the one distracting them because Kylo is so fixated on Luke Skywalker that he's gonna stop everything to to fight him, and and it turns out right he's the Force projection, um, and that he's been on the island the entire time, and then just disappears.
1: Right. He, he it costs it costs him so much force energy or was so strain strenuous that in order to project himself over that many miles he gave up his spirit yeah.
0: and died which... I'm a little frustrated by it but I realized that that's what you know that was kind of like what obi-wan did and if we're okay with that we have to be okay with this to some extent
1: yeah I, 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 the obi-wan comp is is spot on and it's just again it's just kind of frustrating because it's not original. It's True. exactly what he did. I wish he had would have had a little bit more meaning rather than just really stalling. That which is kind of again, it's just what Obi Wan does. It's exactly the
0: same. Right.
1: Not no creativity there. Um. Okay. So let's move. Let's move on. Let's get out of the Last Jedi.
0: Yeah. I mean, the the one thing we got to say too is obviously we see a lot more of Kylo Ren weakening or softening or having this internal conflict because in in Last Jedi he ends up killing. Snoke, his his right, who's, Emperor-esque person. Right, he's
1: portrayed as the Emperor. Like, Snoke actually has more of a role in the first two movies of this trilogy than the Emperor does in the first two movies
0: of the original trilogy. The Emperor trilogy. doesn't even appear in those first two movies.
1: Right, well, I think he appears to be a hologram in, the, right, in Empire. Right, right, as a hologram. But only, exactly, but he's barely in it. Snoke is much more of a character in these two movies. And the thing about Snoke is that he's kind of a joke in this movie, he was
0: very... I think he's a joke in every one of these I think movies.
1: he was a little bit more intimidating in the first one because he, he's able to use the Force through hologram, which is like super cool and and just shows that he's very powerful. And Kylo and Hux are both afraid of him. And and at, at that point, both Kylo and Hux are kind of... You see that they're more junior guys, but they're credible. Right. So in this movie, everyone's kind of a joke. Hux is a joke. Kylo's a joke. Snoke is a joke. And yet the First Order just keeps winning. It's like these people are run by fucking morons.
0: I don't know where these ships are built.
1: Yeah. So I kind of want to talk about yeah. Just quickly my least favorite part of the promise of these movies, and and it'll dovetail right into our Rise of Skywalker, focusing on that movie. When the Force Awakens sets up is that they're not really an oppressive Empire-like regime. The First Order. It seems that the Republic. Doesn't even really believe the first order exists. That's why the resistance exists, because the republic's like, well, we now don't want to really deal with that first order. Maybe they're real, maybe they're not. Who cares? They're kind of on their own. They seem to me in that movie yeah. like a fringe terrorist group that happened to get a nuke, and yeah. the nuke is Starkiller base. I agree, and that's how they do it. And then when you blow up that and you kill that thing, they left. They did a lot of damage, but they should have been reeling. They should. That was their play. Instead, this movie starts. And they,
0: and they are like the Empire.
1: And they're the Empire. They're yeah. literally the Empire. And it's a total... And now we have the same... I was really... And this is what I thought they were going to do. And I was really looking forward to a little bit of subversion of expectations. Where the Empire... The First Order was the Rebels. And the Republic was the Empire. Because that's yeah. that's the way the last trilogy set up this trilogy to be. Right. Not for that there should be a new Empire rising out of nowhere... And maybe it would have given more value to Palpatine in The Rise of Skywalker because he would have given Kylo and his group the actual resources to fight, and that's why they need him because they're doing pretty, because you they, pretty they, well. They didn't
0: seem to need him, yeah. Yeah, and, you know, and he, he just like inserted himself.
1: Right. So even you know in the Last Jedi where there's the whole bombing scene in the beginning, you know, and there's a lot of drama over to kill. It. They need to kill this supremacy, and they do, and they blow up the ship, and it's what a win, and it's great and then it turns out they admit nothing because they can track them through lightspeed anyway and they can kill all their ships anyway. So, eh, just it was a, that's my that's my most frustrating thing about this movie is just the lack of they had a chance to go to just be different. And real and really cuz if you think about it, the original trilogy is very much based on like not, you know, the empire is based on Nazi Germany. And that's the uh, way they yeah. kind of progress, and the way they, their ruthlessness and conquering, they conquered. I think we had an easy comp of now to like, you know, America as, you know, as the Republic and then the Middle East and there were a fringe terrorist group as, or, you know, you, Korea or yeah. whatever.
0: You, you wanted some, you wanted them to, to be a different parallel or a different representation.
1: Yeah. Or, or even some people have made this parallel that the first order is more like neo-Nazis thing about neo-nazis that you know they're just
0: more amped up versions of the empire
1: yeah they're like kind of like amped up posers but they don't like have the actual power of the original empire
0: right i mean the original empire it's almost like there's other the the death star notwithstanding, and obviously that's a huge example there's like no other like major evil things that the empire does to normal people you know versus like it, right, right from the get-go, they're like, "Kill this village" as the first order.
1: Right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The Empire. I think we see this, you know, in certain. Uh, there's a subtext. They're, clearly, the in is right. they're clearly, clearly in charge. It's clearly a
0: rebellion against who's in charge.
1: But some people, I think, see the Empire. If they don't know what happened to Alderaan, they see the Empire is bringing stability, and they bring, you know, especially because the Republic was embroiled if you don't know the intermachinations we do as the audience yeah. but you're living in in it the republic had been embroiled in this like long ass war and very destructive war the, the clone wars yeah. with these droids and this faceless army and the empire comes in and then the
0: war ends you're not in war anymore right so yeah luke luke didn't care about the empire until they killed his family right before that is like fine
1: he had some admiration want, for the Rebels. He wanted
0: to leave the planet, but it was, was not more like he to, was going to jump to join the Rebels. Yeah.
1: Yeah, he wanted to And he was like, oh, the Rebels are pretty cool. But it wasn't like he was, a, you know, it wasn't an ideology for him. It was more just like a chance to leave his backwater com- the planet. Right. So I think that was kind of like a, you know, they could have gone some, did a something a little different or it, more yeah. interesting. But instead we got we got as much credit or blame, depending on your point of view, as Lester I guess, or... Changing things up and bringing new direct, adding new directions, which it definitely does in certain ways. It it fails in this opportunity to do something actually different, because instead, The Force Awakens is am- is ambiguous about what the conflict is going to be. But this sets up as big guy, small, big bad guy, small good guy, and that's the fight we're going to have, which is the fight that we had in the last in the last, in the original trilogy.
0: Right. I mean, they they, they just like. The somersaults that they have to do to keep having the good guys on the back foot is tremendous.
1: The, su- the somersault that they do is just like, well, we'll just cut to a period of three years that really, based on the events of the Last Jedi, you would either think by that time the good guys would have, I mean, this is, done something, or they would have died out.
0: I don't even understand why they. Le- I mean, this in like the thought of the whole series, uh, my thing is like, I don't, I, I thought. I thought they won in Return of the Jedi. And I'm like, why are these people around even? So, yeah. Well, they just... make,
1: it makes more sense that they're around as like a small splinter group. Exactly. Rather not than a, having not all as these this, resources. Not as or... like
0: all of a sudden they're going to win again. Right. It's like, what happened? Yeah. they're
1: The focus shouldn't be on them like conquering the galaxy, but should be on them doing damage and killing people and yeah. saving people's lives. Right. But I digress.
0: Yeah. But, you know.
1: Huge missed opportunity.
0: Yeah. So. Rise of Skywalker? Rise of Skywalker. Um, oh boy yeah i mean uh, people pointed out to me that they knew they were going to have problems with this movie from the opening line of the title sequence Um, which which i'll quote to you is the emperor is back or like the the voice of the emperor has returned
1: I think it's, like, the Dead Rise or something. The, yeah,
0: oh, yes. Which yes, is, the Dead Rise. Oh, God. Or the Dead... No, the Dead Speak. The Dead Speak. That's what
1: it is. It's the Dead Speak, and it's, like, in all caps, and then you're just like, what is what this? Is, uh... And basically, they did that because they have a tie-in with Fortnite, where they showed the transmission that the Emperor did. Yeah. You know how they say the Emperor in the crawl, they're like, the Emperor made a transition announcing his yeah. return? That apparently was, like, previewed in, in Fortnite. For
0: in, the game? in the game in that game
1: yeah yeah yeah. oh boy i know <laughs> that's where we are so that's how it starts and the last the uh rise of skywalker picks up from the last jedi it's uh unclear exactly how far the time skip is i think it's like two or three years
0: yeah there there's some time um and during that time ray has now been like finishing her training with leia
1: yeah, Leia's been training her.
0: Who, I guess Leia kind of learned from Luke, and, all right, cool, it's like that you know that connection to the original people.
1: They could have had, just as a logistical thing, because obviously Carrie Fisher died right before the release of The Last Jedi, they could have just had Luke train Rey in this movie as a Force ghost.
0: Or, I'll add you're not, this...
1: You're not tied to the planet where you die.
0: Or I'll add this point, because... I, saw, I watched this training sequence, and I was like kind of waiting for it to end. Why does she need any training at all? Well, that's the thing. The, she's never run into anyone that she can't chop in half. So much of this movie, I, of, to its detriment,
1: tries to solve the criticisms of the first two movies, and it really distracts from the actual content of this movie. So a lot of complaints about Rey is that she's too powerful, she's too strong, she's You know she doesn't get beat at all, and I mean, it's it's, that's more true in the Last Jedi than it is in the Force
0: Awakens, I think. True.
1: Okay, but if it
0: already happened in the Last Jedi, if she was already like that in the Last Jedi, yeah, why is she training now? It just seems like because they want she you want to say to people so they can't complain
1: about her being super powerful that she for no reason you can still now you can say well she trained she actually did training she learned from a Jedi Master who apparently Leia was once upon a time and she did she completed her training or was very close to completing her training and the only thing she was trying to do is get the Jedi to talk to her from the past mm-hmm. which again
0: isn't is kind like, of a new power
1: kind of a new power and also kind of a in the in the for, in the uh, uh, in the original trilogy and in the and pre, the prequels not every Jedi just becomes a Force Ghost and lives on.
0: Right. that's it's a, a very... very
1: distinct power. Right. And it's a very hard power. Because coming, you know, and it's not something that even Vader knew. And when, Obi, when Obi-Wan when fights Vader, strike me down and I'll become more powerful than you could possibly imagine. Yeah. Force Ghost is not a thing. And apparently it's not a thing on the dark side either.
0: There are, th- there, in the original trilogy and prequels, because nobody's a Force Ghost in the prequels, not even Qui-Gon Jinn.
1: Uh, it's implied that Qui-Gon is Cause, at the end of Revenge of the Sith uh, Yoda's like go learn this new ability from your old master uh, and then Obi-Wan's like Qui-Gon?
0: yeah you know, okay. that's true
1: so it's implied but like again qui Gon is supposed to be like a super badass super wise guy right. you know we don't see even of like Mace Windu no, or Mace Ki-Adi Windu, no. Mundi or Plo
0: Koon or Aelus no. Secura we don't see any it's, of the force it's goes. Yoda Obi-Wan Kenobi and Anakin Skywalker you know returning to himself right. that's it
1: Exactly, and Anakin is even a little dicey, and maybe because there's the whole cosmic force thing that's going on with Anakin, he's just so connected to the force and the prophecy and whatever. Right. That's why he gets to be a force ghost. But otherwise, it takes a lot of sacrifice, a lot of training, a lot of inner thought. You don't automatically become a force ghost, which is, it's actually why I really like that Kylo doesn't show up in the last scene, because like, Kylo shouldn't be a force ghost, mm-hmm. if we're going by this, So he's, and he's not in the last scene, which is pretty good, but you shouldn't be calling the last the oh the Jedi to help you because they don't exist yeah. you know they don't exist as their personal voices anymore it's just like the force there's they like were a like
0: the temporary force. users of the force and right. gone done yeah
1: yeah they're conduits of the life energy that binds the universe together right so anyway that's training and, and there's
0: and there's no good or bad to life energy it's just life energy but whatever
1: exactly it's how you, it's
0: how you use it right
1: which you know this movie kind of (laughs) whatever
0: yeah so i mean with that with that great opening of the emperor is back which is just like uh, yeah and we get a uh, world
1: a whirlwind of kylo running through apparently mustafar killing a bunch of people finding the uh the sith macguffin thing
0: right holocron or something they now have to find just like they were looking for luke they're now looking for the emperor because the Emperor yes. sent, a, sent a radio message to the galaxy. <laughs> I can't even say with a straight it's face. It's so dumb. Okay so, okay. so he like sent a tape in the mail and was like, play this. Play this, you will. This movie, and as we go through this movie,
1: <laughs> it's going to have... The movie just like it's, it doesn't, it feels like it doesn't exist with the other movies. Like JJ directed The Force Awakens and I
0: assume watched Last Jedi, but I don't know if he actually did. I believe that this movie is fan fiction. There's no other way to to reconcile it. I think
1: fan fiction would be more internally consistent than this movie. (laughs) This movie doesn't like, again, and some parts are great, and I think some parts I was very entertained by, and for huge chunks of this movie, it was like. If I turn my brain off, I think you can enjoy it. But when you actually think about it, so much of it doesn't make sense inter- with the internal logic of the own, of the universe. So much of it is the internal logic. Basically, this movie sacrifices you know development for foreshadowing. So what it does like a million times is it will introduce something in the first act and then they it'll show up in the third act. Yeah. And that's like and then okay, that's how it's consistent doesn't actually think about consistency in themes or consistency of thoughts. It's, well, we Ray used it. the Force heel in first scene, and then can you use the... color use the Force scene at the end. You know? Yeah. Ray tries to talk to the Jedi in the first scene, and then talks to the Jedi at the end. So it sets up those things, and they set up payoff, set up payoff, set up payoff.
0: Only not, within its own movie.
1: Only within its own movie, and but not about themes. It's not, does Ray learn something? No. It's no. Just she ga- gains a skill because she needs it. Yeah. You know, not... Not like she doesn't grow. No character really grows there's, there's, in this movie, which is so frustrating. No. Not even, even Kylo, Kylo. Not even Kylo, who should – his arc is literally grow as a person, be turned from a good guy to a bad guy, and he doesn't even grow. Right. just like his mom says his name, and then he's like, I'm a good guy now. Yeah. And then he has the conversation. We'll, we'll get to that later. So that, yeah. after the training scene, we get a scene – a fast scene of where they introduced light speed skipping which is new and basically it's the way that the rebels now uh, the excuse that that's how they, they can hide not yeah that's how they can yeah. hide and that's how they cannot uh, get caught by the empire who or the first order who has this great tracking ability yeah and they they intercept from a spy this message and the message is the message from the emperor that the emperor is back yeah but it, it, Did, do you need a spy yeah I thought what? everyone heard it. Yeah, I thought the dead speak. That's yeah. what they said. They only speak to, like, two people. If the Emperor didn't want to tell the whole galaxy, why didn't he just talk to Kylo directly? Yeah, apparently he's been doing the whole fucking time, according to
0: this movie. Right. Did it say that directly? Or, well, through through Snoke, right?
1: He said, I've been every voice
0: in Sad Head. And yeah. Like, then, he the, <laughs>
1: then he does the Vader voice, and he does the Snoke voice, and all the yeah. voices that Kylo has heard. Ah, uh, you're right. Are apparently the emperor so then we get another thing is the emperor's
0: plan can we, can we talk about the emperor's plan the emperor's plan i believe this is how i took it and, and i tried to follow it as best i could it's build a shit ton of star destroyers and uh, just death star destroyers death star Destroyers. super star destroyers they look like star destroyers but me. they have death star. but they cons. all have a death star cannon.
1: <laughs> pretty fucking good
0: yeah, and then just like Exegol, the Sith planet is
1: also apparently MIT because the miniaturization technology is beyond any any compare. The rest of the galaxy was like kind of going backwards with its technology, and here they're like, you know, how the Death Star needs to be the size of a moon to yeah. fit this cannon in it. Well, no, now it can like be like ship. you know like the size of a kitchen table now.
0: Yeah, that's it. Yeah, so he okay. so so you thought one Death Star was bad? We're gonna build a, a thousand of them. It's, it's like. And 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 apparently there's little like, jawa esque minions who can do it. Yeah. Unexplained. Yeah, like little monkey engineers. They
1: rebuild Kylo's helmet and yeah. they do a whole bunch of things and build a million ships and.
0: Uh, yeah. So that's that's his plan, right? Why didn't he do that, forty years ago? Well, maybe it took forty years to build the ships. Yeah, he had the, he was working on them. They had the prototype. So, so he has the, he has the plan.
1: I guess his plan overall is to rule the galaxy again. Right. Which he can either do... Well, one, the way The Last Jedi and the beginning of this movie set it up, it seems like the First Order already does it. And if he's the voice inside Kylo's head, why doesn't he just, like... Show up. Show up. And be like, hey, guys, I'm I'm the Emperor, I'm the new Snoke. Yeah. Maybe I'll just rule as a Shadow Puppet or whatever. And then, because it seems like the galaxy's already conquered. Yeah. Yeah. Then there's the then there's the maybe he wants Ray to be you know his legacy and to pass on his spirit through Ray but if that was the case why doesn't he just tell Ray where to go why does he, he if he can her, enter someone's mind yeah why doesn't he just say uh, excuse me is this thing on Ray well, uh he would, please come to I
0: Here's I it is. he would have found her years ago if he could do that based on based on the, the continuity of this movie which is fraught I know. Well, it's just, but, but apparently he was looking for her the whole time. The ability
1: to not, the ability to communicate doesn't necessarily mean that you can just, you can know where they are. Yeah. Because for instance, Kylo sees Rey and can communicate with Rey, but only knows where they are, where she is, based on like things. So based on he rips the necklace off of her, that's then they can analyze it, and that's how they know they're at that planet. Yeah. He swings his lightsaber and they destroy Darth Vader's helmet. That's how he knows she's on their ship. She's on his ship. So, just because you can communicate doesn't mean that you know, you know where they are. But, still. you know It would have been interesting if, if Rey heard Luke Skywalker's voice in her head. That was like, Rey,
0: really the complete Emperor. my
1: destiny. Go to Exitcle and kill
0: the Emperor. Was Luke Skywalker even there? Was Luke Skywalker dead the whole time? I have no yeah, idea. Maybe in the planet. That's why... Maybe no, that's we, why Luke Skywalker said a bunch of shit that didn't make any sense.
1: Yeah, exactly. I Maybe mean, he was a Force ghost the whole time, and he was Palpatine in disguise. It re- Palpatine's powers and a, a ambiguous is he alive? Is he dead? Everything makes every everything in this movie makes everything that happened in every other movie calls it calls into question. Yeah, because here's here's the thing that I've heard a couple po- people don't know, and I personally don't know. Is this, and I think it's the same Palpatine that got thrown off.
0: Yes, it's the same actor.
1: No, I know it's the same actor, but is it, like, in-universe, the same
0: guy? Mm.
1: Or is it, or was that guy a clone that was set up by this guy? Mm. Because he can clone Force users, which, in the canon of Star Wars, that was always like, he he can't do that. He can clone them? He cloned Snokes.
0: There were multiple Snokes?
1: Yeah, you didn't see... Snoke's in the Vat. Oh, that's what they were. Or Snoke's. I yeah. missed that. He cloned Snoke's, and apparently Snoke wasn't like a puppet. It was, Snoke's was an actual guy that he cloned, but was kind of controlled. Basically, none of it made sense. They just said, eh, deal with it.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's what it is. I, I don't think we should do too many mental gymnastics to save,
1: very to save their movie. Yeah, I'm already mentally tired, by yeah. trying to think about right.
0: What, so, um, it. Right, yeah, so... Yeah, so... Wonder you know this is the plan. This is his ridiculous plan. Um, they find it doesn't take them much to find this place, to be honest. It doesn't I take mean, Kylo much to Kylo find much.
1: It. Kylo goes to musafar gets the pyramid thing, and then immediately is able to
0: go there. And there's of course a second pyramid thing. Second McElhinney. Right. Because Kylo has one, so you need two. On, let's call it not Tatooine two, whatever the second desert planet is.
1: Well, no, that's just to find the knife.
0: That's to find the knife. Because this, this is a video game. Right. Because this is a video game, Nick.
1: Yes. You gotta, a I'm video sorry. Game. That was level two. Yeah. So you can't yeah. can, you can't jump level five. You got to first you got to go to this planet because Luke Skywalker happened to go there one time. Right. Then you got to talk to Lando. They got to fight a Lando. Lando. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Lando's back. Yeah. To tell you your guys are on the right track. Then you got to fight the the little mini boss which is the snake and you're able to fight it by healing it and it goes away. Which then
0: is you, like a Harry Potter esque thing if I ever exactly. Seen it. Then you find the knife except. Oh,
1: there's a, Which is supposed to tell you where to go, except, oh, there's a problem. The knife doesn't work because C-3PO can't translate it. So let's go to this other planet to get C-3PO to translate it. Right. View that, and then, okay, now we know where to go. Now we go to the planet to get the other thing. Except right. now we need a boss fight of Kylo versus Re- It's really a video
0: yeah. game. Yeah, and, oh, and the, the trailer that they play the crap out of, of C-3PO being like... One last time of my friends is because they had to wipe his memory in order to la- allow him to read the language of Mordor. I mean, the language of the Sith.
1: Because his programming doesn't allow it.
0: This is the same C-3PO that was
1: fucking built by Anakin Skywalker in his basement. In Anakin his basement. Skywalker
0: built this thing.
1: And, and maybe he was upgraded in a protocol. Maybe he bought tried.
0: a CPU at the at the market and it was shitty or something. I don't know.
1: But, like, what purpose would you code...
0: Oh, don't read the Sith
1: language. Of, like, you're able to read and you're able to translate the Sith language, but you can't speak that translation into a different language. Also, why wouldn't they Who just... Who knows the
0: Sith language? Right. And in, in in the prequel movies, Yoda and Mace Windu are talking about perhaps the Sith have returned. As if they haven't freaking heard of these guys in a hundred years. Or longer. Or longer. Yeah, the Sith Or, like, like dormant. Mace Windu was, like, not even alive when they were a thing, maybe. Yeah. Exactly, and, and and yet they they put on this like you know privacy protection thing of like no you know you can't read Sith language. Yeah, they're shocked when
1: <laughs> when when they encounter when Obi Wan call or Qui Gon calls back to the Jedi Council and is like, uh, we think we may have you know face a Sith Lord, and then Mace Windu goes a Sith Lord. Lord? <laughs> Are like you shocked? What? Oh my God. It's like your that your ancient enemy, the greatest thing. He's like, What? No right. fucking way. Because those things don't exist in that universe, they haven't for a year, and that's why the Jedi got complacent, and it makes right. sense in that movie. But it doesn't make sense that you would design a protocol droid that can translate every language except stop him from translating the Sith language that's for a the, the, that's been dead a thousand years.
0: years. Yeah.
1: So it doesn't make any sense. But and also, why can't
0: C3PO just like Point them in the direction. Yeah, he can't do anything can't that, speak it. that would would constitute it. But he, but he like... can let them like wipe his memory. <clears throat> yeah, as, uh... he can't point
1: on a map and say go here.
0: He's not translating the text. He's just
1: drawing an inference from his translation.
0: Which again, I wouldn't I wouldn't rag on it so much if it wasn't heavily part of the trailer. It's just like I think the it's reason... your classic like make you feel like nostalgia. And then I'm like, yeah, but the concept is bullshit.
1: Well, the reason that I'm gonna rag on it is because of the this movie does a lot of bait and switches, where it kills off its heroes three separate, three separate <laughs> oh times, my God.
0: and brings them all it. back to life. Yeah.
1: So time one is chewbacca which actually i, I know I'm, I'm stupid because chewbacca was in a trailer in the millennium falcon
0: with lando in a scene it, that you hadn't seen in a scene the movie that i yet. hadn't seen but i totally forgot about that until after the movie i think i think the producers did too they just didn't give a shit
1: because there's a there's a really cool scene where ray and kylo are fighting and they captured chewbacca the knights of ren who will talk about her in yeah yeah captured Chewbacca and they're flying away and Rey grabs the starship out of the sky which again, she's super powerful and it's okay because it's kinda, that's a force ability maybe, and then like Kylo does a cool thing where he gets up and he starts pushing it towards space, so like <laughs> having like a tug of war, which is like kind of dumb, but it, it's kinda, and then Rey is like straining so hard that she fires lightning, now
0: that's something that like it was visually freaking cool. It's visually awesome, I, I, and I, I actually, I'm pissed about this movie in a lot of ways. The lightning was cool. It, it looks awesome, and I was actually in when they,
1: when they told me because the movies, the whole trilogy has been flirting, but won't like actually do it with the idea that Ray has some dark, dark side, side temptations. Yeah. But it's, it's afraid to make her actually do anything bad, like with Luke. You get some, in the original trilogy, you get some notice that, like, maybe Luke doesn't want to do the dark side, but he actually thinks about it. Because he when he talks to Yoda, he's like, is dark side stronger? Yeah. No, it's easier. Okay, and then he comes and he chokes some guys out when he yeah. goes to Jabba's palace. And he's like, "Ray is so, like, purely good in all of these movies, the only thing that, like, is vaguely dark side... The way at least is presented as vaguely dark side, which when you think about it isn't dark side at all, is in the Last Jedi when she like goes to the source of dark side to try to find out who her parents are. But it's not like she's like had to kill a baby to get down there. She's just no. like climbed in a hole, so she doesn't do anything bad. And here the movie had a chance to have her do something bad on accident, but it's one of those things where she did something you, bad.
0: You wish it counted.
1: It, it should have counted. It should have counted. It yeah. should have counted because get. One one, it's a huge emotional thing. Chewbacca dies. It's that those are stakes. Yeah. The movie had movies really haven't had many stakes since they killed Han Solo, especially when Leia literally flies in, flies through space. Yeah, in the Last Jedi, after her whole ship gets blown up. Yeah. But this would have, that would have had
0: stakes right in the beginning of this movie, and they undo it almost immediately. Yeah, I mean, you could have had other people around her be worried about her and that kind of thing, and like. They do a little bit of like they all feel like Ray's on her own mission, but nobody nobody's worried about her becoming evil or the dark side at all.
1: Yeah, everyone has the only person who's worried about Ray becoming to the dark side is kind of Rey, but also yeah. kind of not. Right. Like, it's so strange because they just they don't set up they 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 have this promise and again, they're like so close to doing a number of times. They have Ray face off with in a scene that's like kind of reminiscent of Luke facing Vader and Dagobah in the cave. They kinda of have like a when Rey faces herself, except it's so quick and it ends so abruptly that it's really just like they want to sell the Darth Rey toys. Like that, yeah. that's yeah. what that scene reeks of, because there's no emotional stakes to that scene. There's no like conflict in Rey. The con it's you can't build a conflict by having just other characters like Kylo, who clearly has an agenda. Or like Luke in the last movie, for no reason, say like, oh, you're conflicted, you're like kind of leaning towards the dark side, you reach towards the dark side. She doesn't do anything bad though. Yeah. And she actually might do something bad here, and it gets totally wiped away.
0: Yeah. So many times, it just in the movie. I mean,
1: even if you wanted to bring back Chewbacca because of marketing or whatever, fine. But Ray should not have been. Yeah, kill Leia. She was already dead. Well, I mean like you could do that but Rey also shouldn't have known that Chewbacca was alive right away. She should yes. have had to grow from that moment. Yes. She should have had to come to terms with the fact that she used a force power that's in, an inherently dark side force power which is lightning to and killed we one of her sh- friends.
0: We probably shouldn't have seen Chewbacca until somehow he got on the Millennium Falcon with Lando in the last 20 minutes of the movie.
1: Or I'm fine with everything being the same except Rey is not on the ship. Yeah. Ray doesn't sense Chewbacca on that ship. Yeah. They go on the ship to re- to rescue a different thing. Yeah. And yet, and then Finn and Poe rescue Chewbacca. Sure. But Ray has to go to.
0: The she needs island. to question herself.
1: She has to go to the island with Luke, and then Luke can actually do something meaningful in this movie. Of when he says, "I was wrong" in the last movie, instead of making a joke about like, "I was wrong about your lightsaber," make it. Yeah. Have her have him say something meaningful. It's like, no, I was wrong about you. You know, like you you question things, but I question things. It's where it's the choices you make, not what you think. It, yeah. it, something like that would actually give much more meaning to any of her choices, rather than some people are like like I sense the darkness in you. But like,
0: why? How? Right. I mean, they it didn't do anything evil at all. They did that with Anakin a bunch too in the prequels, and it, and some of it seemed like bullshit, but. Then they gave you a couple of moments, like the Tuscan Raiders moment in that movie, like that was sure. the, that was your obvious sign. Yeah, exactly. There's and and the and like the you know all of the headstrongness and that kind of stuff. Right. the she's, ranting
1: against Obi Wan.
0: She's that. not like you know, she's not not following with anyone or like, like there's no expectation that that she should do anything other than what she does in all of these movies. Right.
1: Yeah. I'm not saying you have to do, have to have something as extreme as Anakin murdering Tusken Raiders, because even when you watch a movie, you're like, that's Darth Darth Vader killing those Tusken Raiders. makes sense. Right. So Ray shouldn't do something that drastic, but Ray should do something that maybe is a little bit morally ambiguous rather than being just a straight good guy the whole time. If you want to sell the Darth right angle. Right, but again, maybe not. Maybe you don't want to sell that, which is fine. But you can't have movie tries to have it both, both ways, ways, which is a failure. Yeah. So now we kind of got we talked to, kind of been talking about just the movie in general. Yeah. Plot wise, then the next that we reach the lightning. Then the next big plot point is. I think we can just skip I to mean,
0: we could skip over this gift. They she eventually finds another one of the pyramid guides that that yeah can bring her to exeter the sith planet
1: right and where I the think, emperor is i think the only thing that's relevant before she finds it is that finn actually meets up with and this is like one another like missed opportunity of this movie where they didn't have enough time it, things happen way too quickly if, if yeah. this was like i don't know what the word is but if there were four movies and it wasn't a trilogy i think this movie would been a lot better if it like Expanded on some of the stuff it introduced and been a little bit slower in the pacing. Last I right. was way too slow, but this was way too fast in a lot of spaces because you're introduced to these characters who are for- led by, I forget what her name is, but led by one who was a former stormtrooper and it was right. a contingent of stormtroopers just like Finn who all, just like Finn, broke free. Right. And it should it should mean a lot more. That there's more of them out there. That there's something unique about them. That why are why are why is this contingent? Why did they break free? In the, instead, the movie plays as
0: like because this was the wrong movie to even do it. It should have been need done in the, do the last do it a movie. movie ago.
1: Exactly, but instead they make a weird choice where she's like, "Well, you know, we just decide to be good people." It's like <laughs> that's not how brain control works. not how you set it up. Yeah. You know, you set it up that in the first movie that stormtroopers are actually like kind of sympathetic characters, right? For the most part, like yeah, maybe they have the evil, the Huxes, the Kylos, the yeah. Phasmas of the world are evil, but the, the you know the lower stormtroopers are really are just, just kind of like people who were stolen from, you know, their cribs as babies yeah. and conditioned to be these evil people. So that's like they're sympathetic inherently. Instead, they just say like, yeah, we decide to be good. They could have explored that a lot more and explored what it meant to. Then they turn around and are killing stormtroopers. Show troopers. a little bit about their
0: life or anything. Yeah, and then they yeah. turn
1: around and are killing stormtroopers with abandon. It's like you were stormtroopers; those are like the same people. They just they just didn't have the flip switch that you did, which maybe is force sensitivity for all of them. Maybe is what what have I you? I mean, I mean, they have to fight. They have to fight
0: somebody, right? So. But
1: they don't. But they don't. They don't talk about it. They try yeah. to say like, "We were stormtroopers too." And yet they go and they kill a whole bunch of stormtroopers. They need to without, give like, a
0: line or a reason about why, you know, we don't want to have to do it, but, but we have to, or something like or, that.
1: Or just, like, have,
0: like, Finn's whole, like, default is like,
1: woo, he's, like, screaming, he's happy, oh, yeah. he's cheering as he's, like, mowing down guys. Yeah, he, it's like, well, he was doing that from movie one. Well, that, it's a criticism of The Force Awakens, also. Yeah. Which, you know, we should have mentioned then, because this is a theme in both of those, you know, the end, the book and movies, that the. It's something they bring up and they tease you with, but they just decide, you know what? We'd rather have Finn be the action hero, and yeah. he gets a side, and now he gets a sidekick that's different than Rose
0: because that didn't work. That Didn't work. There was not enough, you know, yeah. no chemistry.
1: Yeah. So now they like, someone who, who actually, I think she's good. Yeah, the, I think she was, was really good. Yeah, I just wish we got we got more time with her. Right. I wish again instead of. You know, instead of the rote cancho bite plot, if we got a plot with them and discovering who they were as stormtroopers. Yeah, and I mean, I mean, might have been.
0: And I'll give you it. It's two ways. It's two ways. Either A, we met them in the in the second movie and not in the third movie. Yep. Or B, we meet them in the third movie, but where they are and what they're doing is more relevant to the story. Right. Right. Like an add-on. We met them on planet four and uh, on planet three of this four-planet movie. Yep. Exactly. And we kind of didn't need to go to Planet Three if they resorted the plot. So the fact that we meet them and they make it all the way to the final battle in the last movie, and being in a battle, they don't really have time to talk or anything like that. It's kind of BS. But yeah, it's not earned. It's not earned, but it could have been earned if they just kind of resorted the movie.
1: Right, because I think there's a lot of potential there, and right. it, it, they just don't take advantage of it. So. Now Ray is able to find the doohickey, and she has a confrontation with Kylo. Right. And I think this is where we talked a lot about Ray doesn't do anything bad. I think this is where the movie is trying its hardest, other than the fake out, to like have Ray do something a little bit bad when she stabs Kylo. Yeah. But again, this is kind of like a shock moment. Like Kylo was like probably if I read the scene correctly, it seems like is going
0: is about to f- kill Ray, or at least like. And he's distracted by the, by the the contact with his mother. Or, right. or his mother's death. Like he senses, he's standing over yeah. her, and
1: he's ready to swing. And whether he kills her, or captures her, who knows what, how it would have played out. But as he's able, about to maybe chop her hand off, the finishing blow... <laughs> that's, that's the very only very thing Star they missed Wars, in this movie. Yeah, it's very Star Wars. chopping somebody's hand <laughs> off. Whatever he's about to do, he gets Leia in the big, climactic scene that Leia has in this movie. Which, again, their hands were tied. Yeah. But... Leia pretty much lays down on a bed and says the word Ben, and right. that's her climax scene. Yeah. Like, it could really have
0: been done a little better. but like, just it's not the worst part of this movie though. Like, it was it was a weaker moment. Like, it didn't have as it didn't it didn't land as well. But
1: yeah. But again, only because the movie was top, hamstrung by exactly. circumstances in the real world. I mean, she should have died in that scene in Last Jedi. It made more thematic yeah. sense there. Right. And but you can't kill her off screen. You have to do something here. It has to be a semi heroic moment. So I get it. But anyway, and she calls him Ben and Kylo drops his lightsaber. Ray mm-hmm. grabs it and stabs him straight through. Yeah. And then it's kinda of like a oh shit moment where Kylo and Ray both Ray has this moment like, Holy fuck. I just killed Ky- I just killed Kylo. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, Leia like, just like died. he would. Yeah.
1: Holy shit! Then she then like immediately heals Kyla. Yeah. And then runs away, and she runs back to Luke's planet, where she's like, burnt. She sets her ship on fire. She goes to
0: burn. You know, because she she's afraid that she's gonna become the dark side.
1: Right, because yeah. she's afraid of that anger in that moment. But it's, it's just. But not, then she realizes she was in a fight, no, to, it, in a
0: fight to the death you know, and about to die, and she yeah. like. And then immediately healed him. And then immediately healed him, and and it worked. And it works, yeah. Right, and no ill effects. And so with, you know, with the coaxing of uh, Luke Skywalker Force Ghost, she kind of decides that she's going to face the Emperor. Right, I'm going to do it. So and she goes to Exeter, this planet. She goes yeah, Exegol. Exegol. She goes by herself. She goes by herself,
1: but she uses which is a scene that everyone thought was going to happen in the Last Jedi, which was very cool, good visual. Of Force Ghost Luke raising the X-wing out of the yes. out of the water, which is what everyone thought was going to happen, and she right. flies the X-wing, and R2D2 has the moment of there's a signal from Master Luke coming in. That's what 3 yeah. was like, it turns out it's Ray on the ship, right? And she's flying. She's like transmitting again, not consistent in, even internally of this movie how you can get to Exegol, but. Apparently she's transmitting the way, and then they're
0: following right. her. So they follow. The, they they all know where to go, and they're going to attack this planet and this base before all these ships come out, and everyone is right. doomed, and the Empire is back.
1: Yeah, much like both other movies, this is a tick-and-clock movie. Right. So we need. Some, there are these stakes that if they don't do the action, they don't kill the bad guys, by this time, it'll be too late. And there'll be so much destruction, and these thousand star destroyers right. will just, you know... Run away and be able to blow up planets because we see one blow up a planet earlier in
0: right. the movie. So everyone, but again,
1: which is I actually said there were only there were three fake out deaths. That's actually the fourth because the two main char- the two semi main characters that were on that planet, don't end up dying
0: either, even though you think. They right. Do. Right. So there's four, five, five. <laughs> God. <laughs> yeah. Fool me three times, shame on me. But <laughs> yeah, five times. Come on. Exactly. Uh, yeah, so they're all headed to this planet, the Sith planet, and um, and then you know obviously Ben has his then reconnection with Han with Han Solo. Right. A lot of people think like oh because Carrie Fisher died, they brought in um, you know Harrison Ford to do the scene instead of something with Carrie Fisher. Yeah. Fine, I think it works either way.
1: I this is my favorite scene in the movie.
0: Yeah. I love this scene
1: because. And maybe it's mostly because I love this scene. The it's alternate in The Force Awakens, where you know they're talking, and I don't know if you noticed this, but it's pretty much like a line by line match to that scene. of that scene mm. where you know Kylo's like, I know what I have to do, but I don't know if I have the strength to do it. Yeah. In Force Awakens, he's talking about killing his dad. Yeah. In this, he's talking about abandoning the dark side, and actually becoming good, and, and it also works. I think it works more with Han and Leia. I know they probably would have used Leia. I Otherwise, agree,
0: because he was the the victim of it, the recipient of it. He was the it.
1: victim of it, but also it's not like a force ghost talking to him. It's Kylo talking to himself. Yeah. And that and that's really, the change has to come from inside. And Kylo's having this, it's really just like a come to, he's having a come to Jesus moment where he's talking about himself. He's like, well, I've done a lot of bad things, represented mostly by killing his own father. Right. he's like, can I get past that to be a good person now? And that's the moment, and he does, and he, he throws his new lightsaber into the water, water and, yeah. and after that moment really becomes a different character, he becomes oh, yeah. Ben Solo, and this is a good, really good, again, the acting in this trilogy is very good for the most part, Ben, uh, Adam Driver really encapsulates, even like he has different mannerisms, he has different motion, the way he acts as Ben Solo is very different than he acted as Kylo Yes.
0: Ben. Which I think really works. It's 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 he he just becomes that mannerism of, of like Luke Skywalker was in these original movies of like, or like that, young Han that more. folksy good yeah. guy kind of you know, scrappy, gonna get there kind of thing. Yeah, even something, totally different.
1: Even something as minor as which is played for a joke, but I think is a good representation when he jump when he tries to make the jump and he kind of lands awkwardly. And
0: he's like, yeah. ow!" And he's like, "Damn it, yeah. ow!" He's trying to get over.
1: You know, it. think of like Force Awakens Kylo Ren, who's like pounding on his thing, trying to like increase his pain level to draw yeah. the dark side. To this one, who's like, "Oh god, like, oh that hurt!" Yeah. <laughs> so I, I really think Adam Driver does a great job in, in these. In yeah,
0: these movies. and he's and he's good at a conflicted character. Any problems with the character are the writing of it. Yeah, which than, I think is true and,
1: and I think it should be said that like, I think that's true even for Mo. For Rey too. For Rey, who, you know, a lot of people have problems with who I don't like. I think Daisy really is good with what she's given. Yeah. I think the best script in this is Force Awakens and I think agreed she does the best job in that movie because she's good but she just, you know, if you can't, if you have know, nothing to
0: work with. There's more depth in that movie. There's more like a range of reactions in that movie than this one where... yeah. She's basically like in a video game. Like and just be, Oh, you just had to level up.
1: Right, exactly. And just because in Last Jedi, Kelly Marie Tran and John Boyega don't have chemistry with each other doesn't mean they're bad actors or bad actors no. or they're even bad in, in that movie. It's just more they didn't have chemistry. Like we when we inter- when we reviewed Aquaman, Amber Heard and Jason Momoa had, had, had zero, zero chemistry. And they both killed it in every other scene except when they were interacting with each other. Yes. Which is crazy because you know and it's kind of the same way Last Jedi was like yeah. You know, John Boyega, I think, has been re- most mostly really good, but he just didn't have chemistry with the with the actress, and that's just kind of how it works. Unfortunately, they just happened to spend
0: that that's yeah that's you know, the three way they the right, with, with each other, and then, so they said, yeah, let's let's scrap that, fine, and let's bring the emperor back. But yeah, so yeah, the this everyone is is around Exeter, and Ray uh, Ray has is meeting is going to face the emperor and right. pretty much allowed to face the emperor, emperor's kind of gets right to him. And we get the really, you know, dark, campy, great emperor. You love seeing him. It, it doesn't make sense. I think, but yeah,
1: this is one of the greatest disconnects of first viewing in theater reactions. Yes. Versus thinking about it, having some time pass where the emperor is, you know, Ian McDermott I think a lot of people would say, and, and I probably would say that he's the best part of the prequels. Yeah. He's kind of he knippy, is. He's fun. Yeah. And he's having a good time with this Emperor character. He's really embracing right. the evil for the sake of evil guy, which again, you know, you don't need a Thanos in every movie. Some guys are better if they're evil for the sake of evil. Exactly. Sometimes
0: it works. And and it's fun. He's he's having fun. And it. he's and he's it is so powerful that he's shooting lightning at the ships. And he's blowing up ships with yeah, lightning, which is
1: actually really interesting because, like we talked about with the Force Awakens, a classic Star Wars maneuver is to have a space battle and a lightsaber battle happen at the same time. Right. Maybe not a lightsaber battle, but like a, a force altercation with the space battle. In most Star Wars movies, the space battle is more important than the force out al- force thing. Right.
0: It, it kind of dictates the end of the of the altercation.
1: Yeah, and and really the way it's kind of like brilliant when you talk about all the, the original movies in that they're able to... All of this emotional stakes are in the Force battle, but it doesn't actually matter. Like, think about like Return of the Jedi, which is great. Luke goes up with Vader yeah. to the Emperor, and they have this, you know, talk, and Luke won't kill... All the emotional right. stakes of the entire trilogy... It doesn't trilogy, matter, because they still blow up the ship. But it matters! <laughs> it 0% matters! Because they blow up the ship That's into amazing. a million smithereens. That's so, like, brilliant. literally that whole scene, plot-wise... Didn't need to happen, That's but brilliant. emotional emotionally, it's the it's the core of the whole trilogy. Right. In this movie, it's a little this movie again is a little different because here it seems like the force battle is actually the only
0: important thing. Because if even it's, if they blow up all the ships, it's it, all about the he emperor. He could
1: probably just build more ships.
0: Right. Like, it's all about the emperor. <laughs> or, and and Ray. Yeah.
1: Yeah, he's semi immortal, and it seems like unless you wipe him out, he'll just come back, and he can it seems like if he's unmolested if he killed Ray or if you know he took over Ray's body or whatever he wanted yeah. to do he could just use his lightning and blow up all the all the Republic ships anyway or the right. Resistance ships anyway right so it's a weird it's a little bit different
0: and and, and it, I mean it's too much power first of all it's just insane it's a lot of power it's 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 too much but that, you know, that's what we're... Yeah, we thought Yoda had a lot of powers and force yeah. in the last <laughs> year. Summoning
1: one bolt of lightning. How about millions of bolts of lightning?
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, got nothing. So, yeah. So that's what it's faced with. And then obviously, of course, she really... She needs Ben Solo to help her.
1: Yeah, and, and Ben and, Solo now, yeah. which should have been a cool moment, fights the Knights of Ren.
0: Right. Uh, who, Without a lightsaber. Well, right? at
1: first he has a gun. Yeah. And then, like...
0: They somehow get his gun away. It he loses his gun
1: in a cutscene. It's like, not an
0: easy fight for him. It's a, you know it's a challenge a little bit.
1: No, and then Ray is able to force send him a lightsaber.
0: Yeah, I hate yeah I hate that too, but yeah,
1: and then he's able to kill the Knights of Ren, and some of it is like when you watch it broken. I watched like a video of of that fight broken down, and some of the choreography like it looks fine when you're just like okay this it's just, is. Like, Good fight. Yeah. Some of it's ridiculous. It's just a freaking like, dance. In one scene, he leans over and puts his lightsaber behind his back, and the Knights of Ren guy just, like, hits his sword against his lightsaber without Kylo even looking, and then Kylo turns around and stabs him. Yeah. Also, Knights of Ren are apparently all Force users, but only Kylo
0: uses the Force in this scene. It doesn't seem that hard to get a lightsaber based on the random... Um, lightsabers that are created yeah Maz
1: Kanata can that's the name Maz Kanata (laughs) can just find Luke's lightsaber just lying around and never explain where it goes yeah how she she got it
0: they don't all need to use the force to use a lightsaber so like I don't know but but having a lightsaber is a big advantage it gets through them he he reaches Ray and um, Ray gets the inner I guess the inner piece or the inner
1: well first yeah there's this whole concept of a force dyad Right. Which I believe is new to this movie, and basically it's these two. They're
0: parallel and intersecting. Yeah. The existence moments. of the two of them. Yeah. Is like a real like amplifying effect of the force. Which is
1: actually like I think a really when you know like the reviews I've listened to or read, people talk about there's a lot of scenes that like blatantly say like are contra to the events of the Last Jedi. This is one of the bigger ones I think because here when they say a force dyad they're almost implying there's something cosmic and something yeah. predestined about the two of them that they're meant to be you know in a, in something together right. when in the last jedi they had this force skype but it's really only because snoke says like
0: it's because i, w- I allowed. it's because
1: of me i yeah. was the one that was du- with, cause so maybe Snow- he was lying
0: i don't know that's exactly it. I guess Is he lying? We never think that anyone's lying in these movies, but they would have to in order for something. Yeah, maybe to make Snoke's say. like, "Oh shit, that's a forced dyad." Well, let me just say it's it's me. Yeah. Because and that's one of the things
1: because they keep doing it in this movie because obviously J.J. So, saw because it, it some of the best scenes. It's of the, the best force way away, to bring them together. Yeah, some of the best scenes of the last Jedi together. are that those interactions. Right. It allows the characters to interact without sharing. Without having the plot difficulties of having them like be in the same actual physical location. Right. So there are there are advantages to it, but I think it, in this the presence of the Force died. I think it would have been cooler if like there's nothing predestined about these people to be together or anything. Yeah. It's just that they were manipulated, but they chose to rise above it. Which, but instead it's something cosmic, and the Emperor can drain their Force powers.
0: Somehow. Like Ursula.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and. And, like, starts to regrow himself and also turns, like, his coat red. Like, his cloak turns red. I forgot about that. And his eyes become all Sith eyes, like Anakin has at the end of uh, Return of the
0: Sith. It's very campy. It's... It's kind of
1: crazy. And then uh, then he, for some reason, says, even though I've done nothing but drain your Force energy and you have no chance against me, he's like, let me just throw Kylo off this cliff right quick for no yeah. reason he's right. like winning and then he like throws ray down it's like why not keep
0: absorbing their energy until they're dead right i mean the other thing is like every every time he appears he always wants someone to strike him down it's like <laughs> it's like get a new move. His, his freaking death wish is, is he has well really the, the emperor has two
1: moves <laughs> you want to know what his two moves are yeah yeah Let, let's so, go through the two moves his first move is strike me down <laughs> that's the first move he asks Luke to do it he asks Ray to do he it, it. Yeah. that's a classic move his other move which is even better is force lightning himself until he dies because yeah. <laughs> he does it with yes. Mace Windu he's about to die unless Anakin like chops off Mace Windu's hands right he's about to kill himself he's like deteriorating he's like Anakin the Jedi are
0: killing me <laughs> as he's
1: lightninging himself Right, it's so dumb. And then also he force lightnings Rey
0: to his own death, like he explodes himself it, when she's got the two lightsabers. When she has at the end of the climax her. of the movie. But that's because she said all the Jedi are in her. You know? <clears throat> no, that's she's true. super Saiyan.
1: No, that's not true. It's because he says I am inevitable, and she says I am Iron Man. That's <laughs> <laughs> that's why. That happens. And that's what you get when Disney buys Star Wars. It's actually crazy the cl- how similar the climax of this movie is to the end of Endgame. It's like, they know the movie came out the, in the same, the same calendar year, right? Yeah. Between the, I am all the Sith, well, I am all the Jedi. Yeah. Like, that as the final moments of that movie are crazy similar. But then you also have the on your left thing, where <laughs> all, all the ships the appear, coming. like, as yes. they're, like, you know, Poe is Captain America looking on... The fleet if, of star it, destroyers that, coming out of the the portals. Yeah, they all like and the way that the Star Wars, you know, the way they simulate lightspeed is like you know it zo- it pretty much comes out of nowhere. It might as well be portals. Yeah, if they're coming through.
0: Boom, so boom. yeah. Oh god. <laughs>
1: like I know Endgame made you know a ton of money and is the most successful movie. And this or whatever. one has
0: too, I'm sure. Well, made a ton, but.
1: I mean, not really, right? I think it's a kind of a failure in terms of box
0: office. It I'm has. To... It made its money.
1: Oh, I mean, of it's course, not End
0: Game money because people liked End Game, but I think it made less than either of the Force
1: Awakens or Last Jedi. Wow. Which I mean, the Force Awakens made the most. That's a sign
0: for it, yeah.
1: But they've gone down over time. Yeah. I, I think it was kind of a a failure box office wise. Like, I mean, it, based it made, on expectations. I think it made about a billion dollars. Yeah. As of now.
0: <laughs> and that sucks.
1: I mean, but if you think about it. Think of all the resources you pour into it. Think of right. all like. Also, they bought you know Lucasfilm for a ton of money and. Yeah, I mean they're they're making their money
0: on Lucasfilm.
1: Oh yeah, and you know they're, they're going to be making Star Wars movies forever, but.
0: But yeah, for for the expectations that you would have had when this series started.
1: If, yeah, yes. if in Force Awakens, which I, I don't know, maybe like one point five or something as the first movie, yeah. and say the ninth movie of this sequel trilogy, right. is going to make a significant amount less. Yes. That would be pretty disappointing for Disney. Right. So but yeah,
0: so, so any other grievances to air about this movie? Um, grievances with this. It just, I, I my my grievance is I loved uh, one of the things I liked most about the prequel movies, and I'm and I'm generally pretty favorable to the prequel movies. I'll, really I'll, interesting. I'll, I'll say that. Um, the, one of the things I liked the most is the introduction of the Anakin prophecy. Really. Um,
1: okay.
0: And I thought well, that was really I hate, hate yeah, the way this movie, has. I thought that was really cool because it worked with. It, it worked with like a certain interpretation of the original trilogy right. that like he did, that you know Anakin then Vader destroyed the Sith or the, the dark side within himself and then destroyed the Emperor.
1: It was also and like that, a very
0: and so that even though Luke is is good and is a Jedi and helps redeem him, it's the, uh, it was Anakin still Anakin it. who did it.
1: And it's very Game of Thrones pro- prophecy where it's the result. Yes but not the way you thought it was going to happen and not the way you wanted it to happen.
0: Right. And, and that's something I like. I like those kinds of elements in in stories cuz yeah, you know, we get you get that often, but not all the time and it and it was it was something new for Star Wars to have that kind of element. So the even I mean honestly, I guess like any future movies would would kind of throw that in the wind cuz how do you have bad guys i guess without the sith but especially this one where they bring the emperor back i'm like well that just takes away the entire well value of darth vader doing what he did in the first place
1: the fact that it's the emperor himself and
0: the that's what really does
1: it really one of the voices when ray is calling all the jedi you know on the phone for a conference call she one of the voices she hears is Hayden Christensen.
0: Oh, yeah. As Anakin. I miss that.
1: Yeah, and he literally says, "Ray, restore balance like I did. But, like, bro, you bro. didn't restore shit. Because bro. you threw a, some guy off a shaft. It's like, how about you take your lightsaber and chop his head off and you put him into a grinder and make sure he's in... Remember some... when you
0: murdered those Jedi kids?
1: Just shut up, <laughs> Anakin. Not only that, but, like, also, like... You can't see you clean, you did the thing you did to bring balance to the force was killing the guy who's currently the main antagonist of <laughs> yeah. the movie. Like you didn't do too good a job there, Anakin. Like do be like, better, oh, be okay. better.
0: Be yeah. Yeah, so I I didn't like that they kind of they took they took all of the the payoff uh, the the payoff and then added payoff of Return of the Jedi out by doing that by by this movie so that's my my real grievance
1: yeah I think that is spot on I think that's one of the things that I've really had trouble reconciling about this movie compared to its place in the universe is the first six movie and I've heard arguments that well the first six movies are really you know their co the co themes of it are rise of Darth Vader and rise and redemption of Darth Vader and then also like the Rise and Fall of Palpatine. Sure. And those are the two that run in concert with each other. And that makes sense. And they and some of them say, well, in order to have that, you know, you need Palpatine in the ninth movie to complete the theme. But we haven't. No, we don't. Yeah, his story. He, he was defeated. The prequels were made with an eye on. The prequels were made to get to a certain point. They right. Put, they wanted to put everyone in place to where they were in the fourth movie. Right. And that's why you could have those themes that carry through because you knew where you were ending. The sequels, when they're made, they can go anywhere except they shouldn't go backwards, backwards. because they're sequels. They they're after.
0: I, I, <laughs> I would be so much more favorable towards the sequels and towards the series if they had less. Yeah, obviously the Emperor, because <clears throat> it was just too too you know hand, like like heavy dropped on us. But even you know Leia and Luke and. And not Han, because Han was about the right amount of him in the movies. But like, they 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 were too much in the movie and not enough the new people in the movie. And you were just like, just comparing have them as a character then versus them as the character. It was too much. Have them in the movie. Have them be relevant, you know, in a scene here or there. But don't make them the driving force of these movies, as the villain or the hero, and and not expect the comparisons.
1: Yeah, I think, you know, again I'm talking about movie having it both ways. They definitely tried to have it both ways in terms of, you know, getting the nostalgia factor by bringing the old characters, but not they weren't really sure what to do with them because they had those characters had their arcs. That was the original trilogy. They yeah. all grow as people, they all right. learn and they all, you know, become better. So now better. they unlearned. And now they all a lot of like them like like a
0: sitcom, they unlearned the lesson that, that they
1: learned. That is pretty yeah, the uh, what's what's it like the rule of origination or whatever like Yeah. the end of a sitcom the characters need to be in substantially the same position that they were in the beginning of the episode. Right. That's kind of what happens. Like when Han, we see Han in The Force Awakens, and even though I think they did a good job with him, he's kind of where he was at the beginning of A New Hope. Right. Like, he's dicking around with Chewie, looking for Millennium Falcon. And obviously, he's got more battle
0: scars, and he's... And he's, you know, the you know, son, and wear. troubled around that, and whatever, but yeah. Yeah, and, he's and you exactly know, Luke, same.
1: Luke is... Luke is obviously has gone through a lot, and he's a different character, but really... He's alone on a planet not doing anything. Like he wasn't Beginning yeah. of a new hope. Right. So I guess my, my biggest grievance with not just the structure, because obviously I think that that's more of like where it fits in the universe, which I totally agree with you on. It's very problematic. But as a movie, I think we need to talk about the fake-out deaths. Because <laughs> we, we mentioned it was five, and I kind of just want to go through them like yeah. in a row.
0: Let, let's, let's do the hit list. Because we
1: haven't talked about the, la- the last one, which was the biggest discussion, and got the biggest reaction in my theater, actually. Ne- right, biggest neg- right. negative reaction. The, so the first one is obviously um, Chewbacca. We right. talked about that. Chewbacca. The second one, I'm not sure. If, uh, the second one is C-3PO so c-3po in in a touching scene c-3po gets like a weird amount of screen time in this movie actually yeah uh says goodbye to his friends even though like it's weird it seems hollow because like leia's not there han's not there chewbacca's not there didn't
0: they say did they say then that's that r2d2 had a backup
1: they said that r2d2's backups are unreliable
0: okay so it might not be i was not worried about c-3po but okay
1: well, the thing is, I didn't care one way or the other. Yeah,
0: that's but, true too.
1: We've already seen C-3PO's mind get wiped. C-3PO's yes. mind gets wiped at the end of the prequels. Right. So, I mean, it's just, C-3PO gets his mind wiped about once a trilogy. Like, right. I don't, I don't really understand.
0: What Otherwise, the, he wouldn't be confused about everything all the time. Exactly.
1: So, so I don't, really don't get, you know, why it was so such a big deal. But they tried to play it up, and they had this emotional moment where C-3PO's eyes turn red and he starts. Speaking the Sith language, and he's mm. translating this like these dark words, and it's like, okay, oh wow, so they really—it's a different character now. They kill—they yeah. killed him off essentially, right. and then they go back and basically, in a, which is very weird, they didn't restore him fully. His memory is right
0: at the end of *The Return of the, the Jedi*.
1: No, I think it's right? right after *The Force Awakens*, because I'm pretty sure he says, "I'm about to go on my first mission with with uh, Rey." Oh okay so i'm pretty sure that's what he says so i think it's like they go a few movies back
0: okay but not like all the way back so that's like its own nostalgia thing
1: yeah which you know to its own trilogy which you know not enough time has passed yeah and then the third the third and fourth deaths are the two characters we meet on the garbage kind of planet of the city planet right where we find out poe was a spice runner and whatever
0: who totally could die because who cares
1: yeah, we met them for five seconds. You know, one guy, the one guy is kind of cute, and they're basically the guy who restored C three PO's, or who deleted C three PO's memory in order to right. allow him to access the Sith translation, right. and Poe's ex girlfriend, right. played by Carrie Russell, who like never takes the mask off. It was Carrie Russell. Yeah, it's Carrie. Ru- oh, it's Carrie Russell.
0: I, I'm learning this now.
1: You see her eyes for like a little bit, and like I, it was just made the rounds. I mean, okay. that she was in the movie. That's the character she plays. She's in the. Power Rangers helmet the whole time. Yeah. You don't really see any of her.
0: She needed to keep the helmet on because otherwise it'd be distracting. And she's like, she's too well-known.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's like all they choose unknowns when they cast Star Wars movies at first. And then, so so basically there's a whole big deal here where the the Carrie Russell's character has a coin. And the coin can perfectly
0: (laughs) copy a... A a current a currently dark
1: yeah uh first it's... order captain's code right and it's kind of similar to where to what it was in the uh in return of the jedi where yeah. they had it, the codes it's like, an old
0: code but, but checks out but checks out <laughs> so yeah.
1: it's kind of similar to that it's the same kind of like okay yeah we got this thing who knows if it'll work and she's like I need to get off this planet it's the only way to break the blockade that the first order has again showing the first order owns a lot of shit now right and this is the only way she can escape the planet and she gives in a in a moment of sacrifice she gives it to poe because they need it to help win the day to rescue chewbacca to find the knife yeah. what, what have you and she gives it up and then we see later on as a test of this planet destroying capabilities of the new star destroyers we see them blow up that planet and it's a big emotional moment because Poe's like, oh my god, my ex-girlfriend is yeah, dead. Yeah, she gave
0: me that key. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's why she couldn't yeah.
1: escape. And it very, very much hints that. So it's not like a, really a fake death. And like We didn't see them die. Like we thought we saw Chewbacca die. Or we thought we saw C-3PO die. Right. But emotionally, it's a fake death. And they come back in the, in the end and Poe's like, woo, And he's like, can I get a kiss? And she's like, no. And he's like, well, maybe later. Yeah. And she's like, okay.
0: Also <laughs> no growth. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, that and was. Then, and then
1: now let's talk about the last one.
0: Right. Which so, is obviously so plot-wise the biggest. We've point. gone through the plot. We we've gotten to, um. Now now the emperor's been defeated and Rey, is dead.
1: Rey's Ish. used so much force energy or whatever stamina. Right. In order to kill the emperor, who we can't say this enough, <laughs> blasts himself away into smithereens. <laughs> he's lightning he's shooting lightning at ray he says i am all of the sith
0: and of then, which there have only been two at any point in time
1: they have a whole rule that explicitly says there're there only two, two. <laughs> and also like the, the whole thing about the sith in comparison to the jedi is like the sith care about like living on in their earthly bodies the jedi have a more metaphysical
0: mm. one to live on so like, there shouldn't be like all of the sith like hanging around chilling out i am all of the sith including the master that i killed and this like no they don't get along including the apprentice who killed me (laughs) yeah (laughs) including the apprentice
1: who i killed including this other guy like
0: yeah Yeah, so
1: it's a it's a whole mess and then ray finally again because it was foreshadowed earlier in the movie now you get a payoff she's able to summon the other jedi who give her a pep talk and with the strength of all the jedi She's able to add a second lightsaber to the fight, right? And repel Palpatine's energy back at him. And as it as it sh- and as it goes, she says, "I am all the Jedi." Pushes back, and he just li- she never strikes him. It's just lightning that now gets sent back, and
0: his like chunks of his flesh are flying. Yeah, <laughs> like it's pretty gruesome. And he just, just doesn't it stop. It was kind of like Indiana Jones, you know, face yes, melting. Yes,
1: face melting. That's what it looked like. Yeah. And he just does not stop lighting himself. I saw some someone said, it's like when you start going to the bathroom. Oh, my God. You just can't stop. <laughs> that's the only explanation for why he doesn't stop force lighting himself. <laughs>
0: oh, my God. <laughs> it's really... It's just terrible.
1: Well you look... But anyway, so with, that's a ridiculous scene. But Ray is so drained from that she dies yeah and we see Finn who's still on the planet but like not in the room or anything he's on one of the ships he feels it he does the it's actually very reminiscent of what Yoda does when Yoda feels the Jedi Order 66 Dying. yeah he like puts his hands to his chest and he's like you know like oh my god what happened Rey he knows Rey's dead yeah and Kylo was able to climb out of the hole because no one dies by getting thrown off things in Star you know. Wars so he, he you know walks over and he's able to he uses the healing that was used on him and he brings Rory back to life to the point in which he dies. Before, before he dies they kiss. Yes. And I saw this on opening night so probably like a lot of Star Wars fans Yeah. People in the theater boo. <laughs> That's amazing. People were going they're, you know booze and they're the, the combination of boo plus a collective like oh, just a <laughs> oh groan coming from the crowd was people oh were not God. happy. And I, I think my eyes rolled back in my head like four different times. It's like a kiss now. That's what? amazing. I never got romance from them. I never, they tried to push it. I mean, they pushed it. They pushed the shit
0: out of it. They but... did. It Just didn't
1: work. And then everyone was like, ah. But again, this this trilogy is about. You take maybe a little bit of a risk, but then you backtrack real quick because yeah. they because they're like, oh, they have this uh, you know <laughs> this kiss and are they in a relationship what that or mean? They, what does it mean? But is instead, it okay that he murdered people? Kylo like, dies, dies, dies. Right, right away. Yeah, and that's again, it's again, it's one of those things like it's foreshadowed.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Ray herself says when she heals the snake monster, says right. I'm giving up some of my life force. Yes, as heal. if there's
0: a limited amount.
1: Yeah, that's what it implies. They're like by, like she's heal at a hundred percent, yeah. he's at like eighty-five, and like now nah, they're each at you know like ninety-two. Yeah. So, but does it replenish over time? Who knows? But Ray, it, it's a little cheaper because like Ray doesn't show any ill effects from any of the healing it does. Right. And she, you know, when she heals the snake, which again isn't a huge healing, so it's fine. But she heals a fucking mortal wound, hole in Kylo's stomach that's straight through. Yeah. With a
0: lightsaber. I don't like know how that's ra- worse than the other than her Being later on. Being too tired to live. Yeah, too tired. Too sad. Too to tired live. to live. <laughs> <laughs> she but, killed Grandpa. Yeah, but <laughs> Grandpa was mean. <laughs> but he,
1: but she's able to heal him and be fine, and I think that's like. It, they wanted to kill Kylo at the end of his arc. So have him sense. actually
0: die instead of reverse force heal her. He should have died like... Take the lightning and die. Jump in front of the lightning and die. In a
1: sacrifice move or something. Right. Or, or as a distraction. Maybe like when Rey is... Yeah. You know, like Ray's going to do with the lightsaber, he comes in and yeah. you know, he, he
0: distracts him at the last second, like Vegeta and Cell no, or something. No good came from this force healing power because it just created plot holes. Well it's like why can't you do it you know, if, if if she first of all it doesn't make sense that she's more dead than he would would be would have been. And then it's like, well, he now he's dead and she's back, why doesn't she bring him back? And why aren't they both at like fifty percent? It's just yeah. Is it, like, a binary thing that, like, unless the person's
1: actually dead, you can heal them? And because I, I, I don't know. I guess it really depends what your interpretation is. Is she, like, unconscious and, like, dying or is she dead? I think she's dead. Okay. And then he brings her back to life and that's why he has to give up his life. But then, like, what's the, what's the statute of limitations on that? Like, how far back can you go? Can you go, I like, mean, Luke Skywalker? Maybe, and be
0: like, maybe you can be a force ghost and reconstitute yourself. Yeah, as why a, not? As a person. Force ghosts can do a fuck ton in this series. They can move <laughs> so, shit. Yeah, they can they summon, move summon lightning before. from
1: the sky. So uh, they can do a whole bunch. Ugh. I mean, maybe that's what Palpatine did. Maybe he cloned a whole bunch of Snokes and was able to get himself alive by, like, have, forcing them to <laughs> life
0: heal. Like, yeah.
1: Yeah, I don't really... It, it does invoke a lot of problems. I think it's, it's one of those things that future movies will have to treat that ability like this movie treated uh holdo the holdo maneuver from last jedi where with the, to recap the holdo maneuver yeah. is where she went light speed through a whole uh, bunch of ships and yes. blew them up right which wasn't was real again great visual but didn't make sense in the canon of star wars and what we've known about light speed so they talk about it in this movie and someone brings it up i think finn's like Hey, why don't we just do, do what that. Holdo did and blow up every single ship, which was kind of seemed foolproof. And then some guy, the guy who put, it was in from Lord of the Rings oh, yeah. was like, That's a one in a million shot. We never <laughs> make it work. It's like really? It seemed pretty fucking easy to do in The Last Jedi. It was just no one had thought of it. Yeah. Again, a weird thing. I think in the next Star Wars movie, whenever its is, is, we're gonna go, He quick, healer,
0: healer. I I, you know, I don't know how to do You that. know what I think? <laughs> I think the next Star Wars movie that they that that is not sometime before these movies, right? Cuz they had like Solo and Rogue yeah. One and all these movies that are in between main movies. The next time they do a new trilogy, they're just going to like either make it so distant from the other one or like multiverse or something. I tend something. to agree that They're going to get away from every Everyone that we know.
1: They have a lot of like material to do like Knights of the Old Republic, which takes place Perfect yeah. thousands of thousands of years before any of the events of even the prequels. Yeah. So I think we're pretty you're pretty safe and things can develop over time that really you can the force can be whatever you want it to be at that point. Yeah. But it's just that when you're tied in a universe and you're you know, people are I know it's it's a kind of a conundrum because obviously Things are supposed to get better over time, and and that in movies, you know, the stakes need to be grander. That's why there's a thousand Death Stars now. Right. That's why Scott Star Base is so much bigger than the original Death Star. But the pro the problem there is that like why would abilities get
0: better? Like here in. The, with, I mean, with, no, none of it makes sense.
1: With the Jedi, the Jedi have been really the glory should have been the, the Jedi should have had abilities in the
0: prequels that were unheard of. It would almost seem like they're more power like Rey is more powerful because there's less Jedi. That's it's, that's it's like what the last the more Jedi there are, the more diluted the That's force what the
1: is. that's what the Last Jedi says, if you remember. It it doesn't say that but it hints yeah. at it. That like the reason Kylo and Rey are both so powerful or that is that there's only one Sith and there's yeah. only one good guy. And when Kylo grew up as a as a Sith the yeah. force or like fate or whatever needed to bring up a good guy to balance it out.
0: Yeah, and that's why. And you can either balance fifty and fifty or one and one. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and that's why. But again, that's like, oh, it's not how the any of the movies have worked before. No. You know, like it's evolved, that's, it evolved that gets rid of choice. It gets rid of anything about the movies, and the movie was just about trying to be a good person, trying to find the goodness in yourself, and. Regardless of what you've done before, make your next action a good one. You know, and seeing the good in people, but not this movie's now its fate, and you know you're good, you're strong because you know the universe needs you to be strong, for no reason.
0: Yeah, I mean, it just yeah, it it, it makes that's part of the stakes, right? Everything has to be chosen and like destined. Yeah, and gr- too, which again is
1: like you talked about prophecy. It's, that is a part of Star Wars, but I, I just think that because the movies. This sequel trilogy, the lack of creative direction, the lack of a Kevin Feige type who's kind of overseeing everything, right. really hurts it in the end. Because they have different messages, don't know, they
0: lead different places. And, and just, some of it's not even a message, it's just, you know, it's filling, filling screens It's not time. a
1: message, it's just a mess.
0: Yeah, it's just a mess. Uh, so, yeah.
1: Yeah, I think that's a good way to end it. I don't really have any more to say. I kind of ranted about the movie for <laughs> quite a while.
0: Uh, the dead speak. No more.
1: Dead speak. Kill the past if you have to. This movie certainly does.
0: Speak. Yes. It shits on everything <laughs> else oh that ever God. happened. All right. So, well, if you didn't like the movie, we hope you enjoyed our podcast on it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> our, our, our take on it. You know, maybe you feel – let us know if you felt the way we did or you had your own thoughts yeah. Um, and if
1: you did like the movie, that's great. We, I personally enjoyed a lot of it when I was watching it. I thought, I think I came after it, the reaction I had. My instant reaction was it's an average movie yep. that is, Yep. has no average pieces. There's some terrible ones, some great ones. Some th- exactly. And all together it was like average. I'm a little more sour on it now. I've had some more time to think about it because I don't think a lot of it makes sense. Uh, but in terms of, if you saw the movie and you liked it, I think that's a pretty reasonable it's good
0: action and great visuals it, it, it had a lot of components by itself it's just yeah in the context of it you know yeah. we were like all right come on completely but, agree but yeah so uh hope you guys enjoyed our our take on rise of skywalker and the star wars sequel trilogy um we're hoping to uh do some do some work do some planning on future podcasts Right. And, and, we got a,
1: we've got a lot of movies left to talk yeah, about. Yeah, we we're a, a lot, lot of,
0: excited about some of this stuff.
1: Yeah, 20, 2019 was actually an underrated year, even in terms of uh, series, like The Boys the we Boys, didn't talk about, Watchmen yeah. we didn't talk about, the HBO series. I think we'll probably, we probably might do some of those. We might do... Um, I personally, I think, before Black Widow, I, want, I would like to do Civil War. Yeah. And I, and Civil War, because I think... I would do Civil to War that. and Winter Soldier because of its connection to black widow character and i think the movie takes place in between those two movies yeah or right after civil war um so that's kind of where we that. are We're,
0: yeah yeah so um stay tuned for that coming out uh and uh thank you guys so much for listening to us yeah hope you enjoy it all right